Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. The name of this book is Secret Chapter 17. It's called I've Changed My Mind. It's on the typewriter. I've changed my mind. (laughs) Or maybe I should say I've come to my senses. Rather than continuing to narrate adventures of Cass and Max Ernest, I'm going to end this book here while they're still safe. More importantly, while you're still safe. I know you're angry with me. You've read this far. You feel like you've earned the right to know how this story ends. Go ahead, laugh, scream, cry, throw the book at the ball. If you knew, well, there's the rub. You don't know, do you? If you did know the truth, I was going to say, if you know everything about this story and what it entails, all those grisly, gruesome facts, all those horrible, harrowing details that you'll thank me for sparing you. Alas, since you don't know, you will go to your grave hating me, thinking that I am your enemy, when for the first time I'm acting like a friend. Happily, you don't know how to find me. If <laughs> if you did, I have no doubt you would try and bribe me to finish this story. I know how you are. I know how I am, too. I'm very susceptible to bribes, and as you probably noticed, I have no self-control whatsoever. I like chocolate best, but I also have a fondness for cheese. If, for instance, you were to pass under my nose a very ripe brie, you might think brie was gross and stinky, but you would be wrong, oh so wrong, and you would be tempted with a bite, only to tell me that the price of the bite was continuing this story. Well, I'm afraid I might have to start writing without a moment's notice. Now, if you were to hand me, say, a piece of chocolate, dark as night, European in origin, with a very high percentage of cocoa, don't forget that that high percentage of cocoa, well, there's no saying that I would, what I would do, or wouldn't. As a matter of fact, it just so happens that I've been saving for a special occasion a piece of chocolate, very much like the one I've just described. Right now it's sitting up high on a shelf that I can't reach without a ladder. I put it there so I wouldn't eat it without first fully considering the matter. I must admit I've never wanted it more than I do now. The chocolate on my shelf is of the finest quality. I won't mention the brand here. That's kind of, in, that's the kind of information that can help my enemies track me down. Trust me, though it's not cheap. Many cacao beans have been given their lives, have given their lives to make this chocolate. I can practically taste it now. Hmm, what must I do in order to eat it? It would be wrong to eat the chocolate without offering you some in return. I'm not the kind of person who accepts a bribe and then pretends not to know what the bribe means. Where's the honor in that? In short, if I want to eat the chocolate, I must keep writing. What an awful, awful choice. On one side, I renounce the chocolate, stay healthy healthy and trim, and put the end of this reckless tale-telling. On the other end, I climb up the ladder, feast on the chocolate. Then, full of sugar and guilt, I continue my story, knowing I'm possibly sentencing you to a fate worse than death. Actually, put like that, the choice is pretty easy. I'll be right back. Uh, I think he's getting the chocolate because the book does not end here.